Now I've come to the realization that work is a psyop. Money itself is a bit of a psyop, actually. Like you take a look at myself, I'm a millionaire. More than that, and it's like, do you know how much money I spend in a day? About ten dollars. I spend maybe ten bucks a day. There's absolutely nothing to buy, and yet I see so many people around me hustling, working hard, giving up their entire lives in this chase for luxury, this fantasy lifestyle that does not actually exist. And it's a fact that people come to realize much too late in their lives when they've given up all of their youth, all of their time, and then they realize there's absolutely nothing at the top, and that the main purpose of money is. Maybe it's not so much for personal consumption. Right? It's like really, how much money can a single person spend? You know, how much food can you really eat at a buffet at some luxurious thousand-dollar Michelin star restaurant? All you can really eat is about a bowl of rice and meat and maybe some vegetables. That's really about all you really need. Like a bowl of Panda Express is gonna do it for you, maybe five, ten bucks, and that's that's really about it. That's all you can really eat. You'll be full after that, and you're not going to want any more. A quick pause. This video is brought to you by TechInterviewPro.com. Get a job. That's right. Top tier Silicon Valley tech companies starting salaries 250k and up. You know this program has changed a lot of people's lives, helping them pass their interviews with flying colors, showing them exactly what they need to do and what the recruiters are looking for, how to land a job. Check it out. TechInterviewPro.com. Enter the rat race with style. And so the thing to realize is this: a country, a government is going to want to keep its citizens working. By really creating this end game where they're dangling this carrot in front of you to just keep you productive, keep you working, hustling, grinding away, and they just need to come up with all sorts of goad things for you. And so actually, it's a lot like a video game, like say Diablo 4. There's this end game, and there's all these various goad things where you can spend money on upgrading your equipment and getting these cosmetic items, grinding away, hunting enemies, and it just keeps you really occupied through this whole thing until you die, basically. But the thing to realize is, of course. You know, like when you take a look at the old story of the fisherman and the business person, the fisherman says, "Well, why do they need all these fancy cars, business suits, and fancy houses when they already have the perfect life, living on an island, eating fresh fish? They already have everything that they need right there." The problem, of course, is that modern society has brainwashed so many of us into believing that a career and the pursuit of money. Is somehow really going to make us happy? And the classic example of that of modern feminism, where you see women giving up their families, their future children, they're freezing their eggs just to chase money, this career, in which they think they're going to become some independent person. I mean, no one's really actually independent. We all depend on somebody, right? Like even a career person is going to depend on their boss instead of their family, and even entrepreneurs depend on their customers. But even more so. This career woman, or it can be a career man, will realize that they have sacrificed their entire family, their future children, their youth, their time, their entire lives, really, for money, and they're going to find out that this money can't buy them much at all. Like I spend ten bucks a day, you're going to find actually that a lot of luxury is is fake. It's a fake image. It doesn't actually exist. And the reality of luxury is that it's a lot like those travel Instagrammers, right? They show you this beautiful beach, this paradise place, and, and the reality is it doesn't really exist. Maybe it's very hot there. It's not comfortable. The food's pretty bad. There's mosquitoes everywhere, and the time wasted in the logistics and transit just make that trip not really worthwhile. And yet they're going to celebrate this idea and push it on you. You know, Jeff Bezos, fifty-nine years old or so, and he's retired, living it up. But if you take a look at his actual lifestyle, let's see what he's doing with all of his wealth. Okay, number one is he's got this mega yacht. You know, you don't need to own a mega yacht; you can simply rent one. You could get on a cruise boat, and you know, a cruise boat is going to be a much 
better experience, arguably, because it's going to be big and it's going to have good food. You don't need to buy that thing. He's got this $165 million mansion, but who's going to live in this thing? Just he and his wife? Like, I mean, you could live in a hotel. A hotel is going to cost more than that. And really, my view is that with the realities of modern day living and Airbnb and hotel economies, the rental economy is so good that you can just rent anything you want. You really no longer need to own the thing unless you want to have a business you're running on the side. I mean, what do you need $500 million worth of real estate for? This is basically a side business that he's running. He gets to be a landlord, I suppose, if you want to be one. If you were to ask me personally, I would not want to manage this much real estate. I'd rather just rent something, quite frankly. Then he's also going into space. I would not want to do this. And maybe that's about it. So we get more into this illusion of wealth and luxury in a moment. But you may also just be wondering, why is it that everybody's still continuing to work? Like, shouldn't our ancestors have acquired enough wealth and just pass it down to us generation after generation? And the reason is, well, a government is not going to want you to just sit back on your laurels and retire, really. They want to keep you working. So they're going to have things like inflation that just continues to erode the value of your money. Like, for example, Turkey has 58% inflation that just wipes out wealth generation after generation, keeping people continuing to work, right? They need a gold sink like that. And then there's also like inheritance taxes where once you die, they'll just take half your money and just exponentially erode the value of your wealth so that the next generation has to start anew every time. And then there's also various taxes, property taxes, wealth taxes, capital gains taxes, income taxes. And then, of course, there's also long-term elder care, long-term medical treatments, cancer care, hospice, and all of that can easily blow through millions of dollars. However much money you have at the end is going to blow through that until you die so that the next generation gets to start anew. And so what really brought me to this realization was that when I go on vacation these days, I see most people just surfing on their phones. And that's all they do. And I realized that people don't really want to do anything more than just spend their time on their phones. And that is modern day luxury. And that really there's just nothing to buy anymore. And I think people are going to wake up and realize this pretty soon, actually. And there's going to be massive inflation as soon as people realize, hey, they're not going to work for like 10, 20 bucks an hour. They want $5,000 an hour because there's, they don't want to buy anything anyways. Now, this erosion of the value of money is really because of three things in my view. Number one is technological advancement. So, for example, the Apple Watch has replaced the Rolex. Why do you need a $100,000 watch anymore when you could get a $100 Apple Watch? And it's just better. It's nicer. It does more. Electric cars have disrupted the entire luxury car market. Why would you want to buy a million dollar Bugatti when you could get an electric car that's just faster, better acceleration, is quieter, it's cheaper, and it has full self-driving and you just press a button and it does everything for you. The same goes with, say, we used to have home movie theaters. Now we have an iPad. It's just better. Why would you want to build a home movie theater? And the same with, say, swimming pools in houses. We used to have those things. Nowadays, you've got... Like just swimming pools all over the place, community swimming pools, most luxury apartments have swimming pools. You really don't need to own one on your own. Now, the second reason that money is kind of useless these days is because of the emergence of the rental economy. So back in the day, we didn't have all of these hotels, luxury hotels. We didn't have Airbnbs or Ubers. And so you really needed to just own anything that you wanted to use. And so if you wanted to escape to, say, Lake Tahoe for a weekend, well, you needed to buy a vacation home out there. You couldn't rent anything out there. There wasn't a good way to do it nowadays. You've got Airbnbs. And if you wanted to go to, say, New York for a summer, 
there weren't that many hotels back in the day. You could stay at, say, the Westin or the Fairmont for five hundred bucks a night or something like that. Like it wasn't really practical, and people had to just own their own apartment out there. These days, there's so many nice hotels out there. They're cheap. They're budget friendly, and so there's just much better infrastructure these days. And you can easily book it through a variety of websites. You don't really have to call your travel agent to get that set up for you anymore. And so what's happened is that with the rental economy, now you can have experiences. At a fraction of the price of what it would normally have taken to own them, like maybe one percent of the normal price. And then the third real advancement here is the digital world that we're starting to live in with social media, and people just have much less need for the physical world. We used to delight in physical materials, nice granite kitchen countertops, marble floors. These days, I don't think anybody really cares or pays attention to marble floors, hardwood flooring tiles, granite countertops. People are just staring at their phones all the time. Now, why haven't people realized this? That they don't actually need the money that they're hoarding and collecting. Well, number one is that there's this illusion of wealth that our society is creating and that companies are perpetuating through mass media, through propaganda and marketing. And so, there's a lot of luxury brands out there selling you this fake image of success, right? Like brands like Louis Vuitton. Dior, Rolex, Burberry, and they're showing you people wearing these fantastical outfits and clothing. When in reality, nobody really wears these things. Like, what excuse? What reason do they have to wear these fancy clothes? Right? That it's it's a fake world. And then people are carrying these luxury handbags in like Africa or something. Like, you don't take a Louis Vuitton bag to Africa. Nobody does that. That's really just a marketing stunt. I mean, what's really going on is you've got a bunch of people working for these luxury companies, employees, really sitting around a conference table with a PowerPoint presentation, maybe in some New York office, thinking about how can they sell you this bag, how can they sell you these clothes, and just sell you on this dream idea. And the reality is, these executives themselves don't even wear these clothes. Kind of like how the developers for Diablo 4 don't even play their own game, but they're trying to convince you to play that game. And so you've got these semi-luxury brands. They're not true luxury, but semi-luxury, like say Audi, BMW, Mercedes, luxury countertops, cosmetic skins for your character, which are basically like wear clothes, microtransactions, and all of these are really just gold sinks. And then you turn on TV and you see these celebrity houses, which look fantastical. The celebrity cribs, which are also many of them, are just rented. Many of the homes featured on the show were less than genuine, and MTV regularly manipulated viewers into believing that its celebrity guests were living much larger than they actually were. And you know, the other thing to realize, I would say, about these fantastical houses is that a lot of people don't live in these. Actually, a lot of those turn out to just be Airbnbs, and they're more akin to mini hotels that people are running. And they're basically businesses these days. So, for example, an ocean view beachfront property. Most of those turn out to be Airbnbs, and the owners of those just become landlords. They don't get to live in those. So, I noticed this when I was driving around Carmel by the sea. It's this coastal area near Monterey, California, and it's beautiful touristy beachfront area. All of those houses, if you take a look, they have little fancy names on them. And they're commercial properties. Basically, they used to be residential, and they were converted essentially into Airbnbs. And most of them are empty. If you go around and take a look, and that's probably because the owners just realized after say one, two, three years of living in that property that they were bored of it. They were done with it, and they'd rather just collect the income and downsize or move to somewhere else and just rent out the place. And that's really what you get to do once you acquire some wealth is you get to put the money to work, but you don't necessarily get to enjoy it for your own personal consumption. And you know the same goes for those red carpet events and fashion shows. A lot of the celebrities there with those fancy dresses and expensive jewelry, it's not. Really, theirs. 
right? Like the companies are paying those people to just wear those things. They're lending it to them. And then they return all of that stuff later on. And maybe they even get paid as kind of an influencer deal to show that stuff off. But the reality is nobody actually lives like that or very few people do. And yet the consumer mass market believes that they're supposed to have these fancy jewelry, fancy dresses, living in these fantastical Airbnb homes uh, forever, basically. And that's just not real. And I think the men probably understand this more than the women do that. You know, when you go to a club as a man, you're going to say peacock, you're going to put on this blazer, you're going to have this fancy suit, this outfit with alligator skin shoes, and try to trick some people into thinking that you're more than what you are, when in reality, you know when you go home by yourself after the club all by yourself, you're going to go just put on some sweatpants and eat some microwave frozen food, and you're totally fine with that, and that's the reality of life. You know, the other component is, of course, education, which is kind of the gateway drug into work. All of it is a psyop. And what education does, of course, is that it trains you to be a rat in the rat race in this nine to five slave wage uh, labor force. But really, I'm just seeing a lot of people giving up the best years of their life. Be productive, focus on productivity, make your money, focus on yourself, hustle, grind. And they're giving up their health, their families, their youth, their time, their experiences, chasing money. And wouldn't it be funny if they later found out that they're spending 10 bucks a day just like me realizing there's not much to buy after all. So overall, is work important? I would say it's important insofar as the status that it conveys upon you, not so much the money, but it is nice to have some status around here. Most people would give up work in a second to save their families, their health, their youth. And so it's really the type of thing that you would do just when you're like super bored and you've got nothing better to do. Kind of like travel is overrated in many ways as well. And it's the type of thing that you would do if you've just got nothing better going on in your life. And so what is the real purpose of money? Typically, it is for capital allocation these days. You see, I believe that in many ways, Airbnb has disrupted even the goal of making money because nowadays, it doesn't really make sense to just buy a fancy property anymore because you rather just Airbnb that out. And so the question is kind of like, would you rather own a one-bedroom apartment or would you rather own a 100-bedroom apartment complex? I'd rather just rent the apartment. I wouldn't really want to manage an apartment complex. It just sounds like a headache and hassle, even though you would probably be continuing to make more money that way. But at that point, it just sounds like a maintenance hassle. And I'd rather own something digital, like, say, stocks. And so what's money for? It's not actually used for spending on yourself or personal consumption. In fact, I think I read like 1% of total money supply is in cash, which is just for personal consumption. The rest of it is really going back into investments and just going into these various ways of making more money. Money is used to make more money. That's what it's good for. Is it good for spending? Well, what's to buy? I guess you could buy Twitter and then you can become the CEO of Twitter and try to manage that. Would you want to own and run Twitter? Personally, I would not. And so overall, I'm still here stockpiling cash just like everybody else thinking that maybe it's good for something out here. I don't know what it's good for. So when you think about it, what is it that I as a rich tech dork can do that a poor college brokey cannot do? Maybe we can all fly to Europe if we want to do. We could stay at the hotel, right? The college brokey maybe stays at the hostel. But if they want to do, they could splurge on a coastal seaside resort too if they want to do. I mean, they could just book that online super easy. In the old days, you needed a travel agent and connections and private jets and chauffeurs to get all of this set up for you. These days, we cannot do it super easy peasy. And so this is really one reason why rich tech dorks making 500k per year, such as me, 
are so disrespected by society, and nobody even really cares. And it's one reason why people like Andrew Tate are saying that, hey, you can be a rich tech nerd, but it just doesn't matter because he has status. And so he's really all about having to flex status. People think that if you're truly secure, you don't want a nice car, you don't want a fancy watch. I disagree. I think since the beginning of human time, men have always peacocked. We've always shown our value with material things. In what is a truly unnecessary and artificial way, because there's simply no other usage for money. Like there's no, there's nothing really you can do with it. It's not like the old days where if you had wealth, people may have actually looked up to you and admired you for the spectacular experiences you would have had. Because these days we can all stay at the same resorts, we all get to ride fast cars, and we all get to dine on exquisite cuisines. Because it's like just. Go to the food court, and the food tastes better than some French restaurants already. Personally, I think Americans are addicted to their own struggle and work a little bit too much. But see you in the comments below, and see you in the next one. Thanks. Bye.